It is Susie Ashworth here, and I have a question for you. Would you like to get a copy of my Sunday Times best-selling book, Infinite Receiving, Crack the Code to Conscious Wealth Creation for free? If so, listen up. I am on the biggest of missions. It is my desire that this book gets into the hands of 100,000 humans, which is such a crazy number. It's something like 0.4% of all books that have ever been created will ever sell 100,000 copies. So we are aiming big and I'm here for it and I want you to be here for it too. So part of our vision is to make it as easy as possible for you to get hold of this book, for you to share this book with your friends. And so guess what? You can get the book for free. I will pay for it for you. All you need to do is just pay the postage. Yes, you heard that correctly. And what's going to happen when you receive your free book is that I am also going to give you the Infinite Receiving Hypno Activation. So this is designed to work alongside the meditations that you receive in the book. And I want to kickstart your ability to receive more infinitely now. So you get that with the Hypno Activation. You will also receive the exclusive five-week course that I created to celebrate the launch of Infinite Receiving, the book. And so what you will find is in this condensed course, which actually it's six weeks because I've included a Q&A session, which is amazing. What you will find in those weeks is a real deep dive into what I teach in the book. So the value of that is £497. It is amazing. It was such a joy to deliver. And on top of that, you are going to receive 21 days complimentary access to the Infinite Receivers Members Club. So not only am I releasing trainings in there every single month, so depending on what point you join the membership, there will be months and months of trainings that you will be able to access for free in those 21 days. And I also have a channel called Daily Devotion, where I come in every single day and leave you a training. Sometimes it's in the morning, sometimes it's in the evening, sometimes it's in the afternoon. But That training is designed to inspire you, to remind you, to be an anchor for the mindset that you need to have, the lens that you get to look at the world through in order to amplify, elevate, and accelerate your receiving journey. Yeah, it's absolutely wild. You get all of this for free when you say yes to getting the free book. Like literally all you have to do is pay for postage. So I couldn't make it any easier. And what I want you to do is for you to grab a book and for you to tell a friend to grab a book. Let's get this into 100,000 hands. 
And all you need to do to claim your free book is go to susieashworth.com forward slash book for free. That easy. So susieashworth.com forward slash book for free to claim your brand new free copy of Infinite Receiving. Crack the code to conscious wealth creation and finally manifest your dream life. We attach to the idea of control. We sometimes like to play it down, but we're kind of attached to the idea of control. Welcome to the Limitless Life Experience podcast with me, your host, Susie Ashworth. I'm a mum of three, seven-figure serial entrepreneur, Hay House author, international keynote speaker, quantum transformation and embodiment coach, and believer in miracles. My superpower is helping conscious leaders like you create six-figure breakthroughs in your business fast so that you can expand into limitless living and being part of the tidal wave of positive impact that we want to create around the world. In this space, you will hear me talk all about wealth, yourself, spirit and impact. This is the Limitless Life Experience. Good morning, gorgeous human beings. It is Susie Ashworth here, Quantum Transformation and Embodiment Coach. And I want to say, how the mother trucking fuck are you? I hope you're good. I'm in a little bit of a weird place, and I'm going to tell you why, and then I'm going to talk about what we're going to talk about. Um, Firstly, controversial, the smell of lilies. How do we feel about them? I've got these beautiful lilies by my desk and I love the aesthetic but I'm not sure I love the scent is this just me or do other people have a little bit of an issue with the scent of lilies I mean it is what it is what it is right I either like it or I don't and I think I don't but there's something that says to me that I I feel like I should I feel like I'm doing something wrong by not loving the scent ah <sighs> I needed to get that off my chest. Today, I want to talk about scarcity, the shapeshifter. And this is something that I am going to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk about until until the cows come home. Because scarcity is something that impacts every single one of our lives and the decisions that we are making overtly and covertly just all of the time, all of the time. And I caught myself, I caught myself making a decision based on scarcity yesterday. And I was really like, wow, wow. After all this time, And all this work, I can't believe that you're still thinking like that. And then I took a step back because we tend to do this. Hands up if you do this. When you catch yourself in a trigger, you catch yourself in a pattern or a loop. And when you catch it, rather than being like, oh, amazing, I've caught it. You kind of get out the flagellation stick and you kind of beat yourself with it. Like, why haven't you learned this yet? bad human, bad person. Why are you still repeating the same old patterns? And I caught myself doing that and I stopped. Am I the only person who does that? I was speaking to a client yesterday and it was interesting because what I did say to her is that generally my self-talk 
is very, very positive. Generally, it's positive. Sometimes I will catch myself thinking privately to myself, I love you. You're amazing. I'm so grateful. I'm appreciative of myself. I'm appreciative of what's going on here. I love you kids. Do you know what I mean? That type of internal dialogue is very, is is like 90% of what's going on. But when I catch myself in a pattern, that's when I can be a bit of a bitch to myself. And I had a client sat opposite me doing exactly this thing yesterday. And I was like, whoa, why are you being so hard on yourself? And then later on, I did it to myself. So I caught myself and how the scarcity, it was not obvious. It was masquerading as control. It's really interesting, our relationship with control and certainty. I used to, part of my whole bio used to be, I'm a recovering control freak. And I would say it with, um, um, it was like a little badge of honor. Oh, I've come so far, but underlying, it was really like recovering was, I'm not there yet. I still really like to keep control. And I want to connect with all of the people who love control too. And as entrepreneurs, I think that sometimes this idea of control and being the only person who can do the thing, um, it all having to rely on our shoulders, we kind of, we attach to the idea of control. We sometimes like to play it down, but we're kind of attached to the idea of control. It still shows up. And I want to today, I want to show you how this control and certainty, they are both bedfellows, they go hand in hand together, really comes from scarcity. And this is why that when I say scarcity is the shapeshifter, it can be sometimes quite difficult to spot how scarcity is still running the show. But everywhere you are gripping, everywhere you are holding on to control, everywhere you are looking for certainty before you make a move, it is linked. The underlying thing is scarcity. And The thing that underlies scarcity, the root of scarcity, and this is important, is our belief that we are separate. It comes from the idea of separation. If we are separate, it means that at some point, you can have more than me. You might have more clients than me because I'm separate from you. You might have more money in the bank than me because I'm separate from you. You might have a bigger house than me because I'm separate from you. And these are all, it's all reality and it's all our lived experience. It's all of our lived experiences. But under underlying this fear, underlying the need to control is the idea that we are, um, um, that we're separate. So... I want to show, I want to, I've got, I've got some notes because this felt really big when I was writing it down yesterday. So how control shows up. My business will fail if I, if I don't do this certain thing. My business will fail if I do this thing. My business might fail if I do this thing. My business might fail if I don't do this certain thing. My business will fail if I don't do all of the things. 
what happens when you're having these types of thoughts is that you hold on to things for dear life within your business. Usually, um, um, it means that you refuse to delegate to anybody. The idea of delegating to anybody is horrendous. It means that you might, um, um, you will in you you will invest in a course and you will do every single little bit and as you're doing every single little bit you'll be really really tense like is this going to work is this the thing is this the thing that's going to work 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 is this the thing that work or you have a feeling that you should be going in a certain direction but the idea of taking the next step is so terrifying that you might lose what you've got or lose where you are, that you do not move. This, my gorgeous human beings, procrastination is a desire for control. Being fanatically obsessed about something is control in action. And I'm afraid that I'm going to lose all of the things is scarcity. It's coming from this place of I am going to lose whether I do or I don't. And I'm afraid that there is not enough and I'm going to be left and I'm not going to be able to pay the mortgage and the house is going to go. and I'm going to end up on the streets and it all is going to fail. That is scarcity. I will control this launch. And I see this in the freedom experience. I see this when people are having, I, I see this when people are not having, um, their launch isn't going the way that they expected it to. And they look at things and they go, and this, and this, and this, and I will never do this again. And I will do that. And I will not do this. And I will do that. I will control how this launch goes forevermore. And if I control myself and I can control the outcome of how everybody interacts with me, I will get the result. And it's really interesting because I actively, I think it's really, really important to objectively debrief. Like, what could I do better? And what could I do? Um, what could I not do next time? What do I definitely need to do the, the next time? But there is a different energy around an objective debrief than when you get really like, this is the thing that fucked it all up. Because when you are in a launch, there are so many different variables that you do not have control over. And you, the thing that you do have control over, and I talked about this a lot last month, is how you feel at any given time. Your energy is everything. And normally when your energy is off, it's because you are scared of losing. You're scared of losing your reputation. Let's talk about launches in a launch and the launch isn't going well. Or you're going into a launch and you're afraid that the launch isn't going to go well. So you're afraid of losing your reputation, failing in front of everybody. You're afraid of um, not being able to pay your bills. I don't have enough. It's scarcity. I'm afraid of losing. Um, I'm afraid that I am only going to have two or three people on the program. So I'm going to lose time. This doesn't work for me financially if I don't have more people um, on, if I don't have more people on the program. So I'm losing. Scarcity, scarcity, scarcity. Does this make sense? And so the way that you feel when you feel afraid of losing causes you to act in ways that do not serve you, whether that is taking action or being inactive. 
Do you get this? Am I making sense? Here's the thing. If you were in survival mode and the old stories, whatever caused you to to be living the experience that you had, you're still in survival mode and thinking that you have to be on the lookout for people who might um, hurt you or damage you on a subconscious level. Energetically, you will um, um, pull people towards you that are going to prove you right when it comes to giving you the evidence that you that the world is not a safe place. There are definitely things that you can do when hiring to um, um, to start to speak to people and interview people in a way that you're able to decipher more accurately whether somebody wants to grow with you or they're just purely looking after their own interests. For sure, there are ways that you can do that. I think it's definitely more challenging when you're at that stage where you're only hiring subcontractors for a couple of hours a week or a couple of hours a month. I think that it's more challenging, but it's definitely possible to find people who give a shit about your business and helping you grow. And the work that you get to do is really noticing when you are in that contracted mode, when you're in survival mode, when you're on high alert. And as I say, what's interesting about scarcity is that it shows up in so many different ways when it comes to control. Sometimes it will be really, really obvious and you'll, you know, adrenaline will be spiked and you'll be really like, and other times it will be way more subtle and it presents itself as a saboteur. It's really logical. Um, um, and like, of course, I'm not going to do this right now because it doesn't, you know, it doesn't fit with my timing or it doesn't fit with my schedule. When really underneath what's going on is I'm scared if I take this step, I'm going to lose all of the things. There's not going to be enough left for me. And that can be way, way, way more subtle. But there is definitely work to do in knowing that not everybody is going to shaft you. That was a story that you get to learn from. It's not the story that you have to model every future experience of hiring somebody on. Um, um, I will control my feelings. This is a huge one for me. It's not safe for me to fully express myself. If I express myself, then I'm going to be in danger. People are going to hurt me. And especially for women, women of color, um, um, gay people, um, people from marginalized communities, this is not just a story. This is an experience. These are lived experiences that even if they're not your personal experiences, you've seen this happen within your communities. These are lived experiences. And when you're in business, when we look at how this shows up, when we are in our businesses, we have to really, really consciously understand, make a choice when you want to have really big impact. I think that if your desire for impact is not that huge, I think that you can get away with playing Um, beneath the surface on this or above the surface on this. I think that when you want to make really big impact, being prepared to, to really know that sometimes it might be unsafe to share your voice. (laughs) Sometimes it might be unsafe to share your voice and you share it anyway, because you make the decision that you're not going to try to control the perception of every single individual who might see you on Instagram, see you on Facebook, see you on your stories, on your lives, your website. 
the reason that many people have a visibility issue is because they desire to control the perception of other people when it comes to themselves and they know that they can't so they would rather hide my catching this yesterday and then choosing to write down where am I seeing all of these things in my life is really helpful in shining awareness so that I can see where am I holding myself back and then what would I do if I wasn't trying to hold on to control and from that point of having the awareness I'm going to do the energetic work but I'm going to be really conscious of my behaviors so that I catch myself more quickly when I'm in a pattern What we have to get really, really good at is understanding that it is absolutely not only possible, but necessary and necessary on a very practical level for me to release control of aspects of my business as it gets bigger because I can't hold all of the things. That means I have to bring in a team of people around me that I love and trust to help build the vision with me. So on a very practical level on our business and then on an internal level, where do I get to release control and trust? Where do I get to release control and trust that it's going to be okay? And I'm going to bring this right back to where we started. And I talked about this idea of separation. When we're coming back to wholeness, when it's When it comes to trust, what I am discovering more and more each and every single day, trust comes from inside and trust comes from being able to connect with truth, with my essence, with my soul. It's the opposite of separation. It's the opposite of disconnection. And it's about coming into that connected state. And when I am connected with myself, it is... When we really connect with truth, our essence, our soul, we know that regardless of what goes on externally, regardless if someone calls me a bitch, regardless if someone says this or that or this, in here, nothing can touch me. In here, it is complete. It is whole. And when I can tune into the energy of that, there's a, there's a peace which enables me, which enables you to deal with uncertainty to allow for the uncertainty of the external circumstances without so much resistance. It enables us to relinquish the need for fake control over stuff that we have actually no control over because we come back to that place of unity within ourselves, wholeness within ourselves, trust within ourselves. And when we do that and when we come from that place, it connects us to the rest of humanity And so no longer am I in that position of feeling like I need to compete with you. No longer do I need to be triggered by your success. No longer do I need to be fearful of losing myself or it all. There is no separation. Yeah, it's like an ecosystem. So the mission for you today, tomorrow, every day is to notice where am I trying to control myself or other human beings? That's it. I just want you to notice where am I trying to control? So from that place, you can ask yourself, what would I do if I wasn't trying to control, manipulate, manufacture a certain outcome? What would I do if I wasn't trying to do that? And then you get to choose whether you stay more aligned to control or 
whether you let go. And when you use the breath to keep recentering yourself, you'll be able to feel in the body um, um, that sense of trust. It doesn't necessarily mean that it won't be nerve wracking. I don't necessarily think that it always feels expansive when you're going against behaving in a way that you have always behaved or you've behaved for a very long time. I don't think that it always feels expansive. I'm like, ah, but the game is notice where I'm trying to control and what would I choose if I wasn't um, um, trying to manipulate or manufacture an outcome. Okay, I hope this has been useful and I will see you soon, my beautiful, gorgeous human beings. Love you.